You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about failed studies, new safety findings and mistakes, breaking bad news. Really, really nice discussion with Benjamin and myself. Did you know that you can get a lot of additional content? Just follow me on LinkedIn and join the Effective Statistician LinkedIn group. And there I'm posting regularly new content, additional content, short stories, all kind of different things. And you also get updates there on any other news. Of course, the best way to get updates is to actually be on my email list. So head over to theeffectivestatistician.com and subscribe there to the email list. Then you'll for sure not miss anything. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. Visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to a new episode of the Effective Statistician. This time, it's again Benjamin and myself. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing today? Alexander, very well. It's a sunny, nice day today. Since we moved this to the mornings, it's always a little bit brighter in our uh, recording <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually quite nice. Um, really, really nice weather here in uh, close to Frankfurt as well. And so, um, yeah, but today we are not talking about the weather. Um, today we are talking about um, bad news and um, breaking bad news. Actually, <laughs> breaking bad news. <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, Unfortunately, we as statisticians, or fortunately, we as statisticians, very often are the first to know about the results uh, because we, we analyze the results, we uh, get them to see the first, we, we review whether everything is correct. And then, of course, you see whether the study has been successful or not, or whether there's been a new safety finding or Maybe even use other bad news, like there has been some mistakes that you need to communicate and that you need to be corrected. I think that's just part of our our job to to break uh, bad news. Yeah, I mean, it is sometimes. Sometimes it is. Um, I mean, for, for for the examples that you mentioned, I mean, sometimes there that's obviously part of our jobs. In other cases, that's part of our job to actually avoid it. Um, for example, if you've bought um, incorrect analysis and and these things. But I think what well, what we are aiming for today is really to kind of bring in a structure on how to how to work with these 
events that that you as a statistician are at the end then responsible to communicate um for so so to come to the point so where you know there is no correction to to be made anymore so it's too late now so we have to communicate we have to work with it and that's what we are talking about today do you have a, do you have a situation where you where you kind of what you remember or anything that you can can share with us yeah i have actually two situations one one positive one and one negative one so I was um, once hearing about a study and uh, it was said, oh, great, positive outcome. Then I learned more and more about the study and there was something weird about the study. And uh, there were some rumors around it. So that led to lots of lots of dis discussions about the study. And it turned out that in the initial analysis of the primary endpoint, there was a mistake. And that initial analysis was already, you know, communicated to, to a couple of people. And then later they, they corrected this mistake and then um, communicated much more broadly. However, this original analysis was kind of still sprawling around in the background and led to lots of lots of noise and lots of discussions and hallway discussions and there was a lot of bad feelings about this study and so that is i think an, a bad example where you know these communications were not handled in a nice way so that everybody got on board so People were then later saying, ah, oh, yes, there was this, this error and we corrected it. But only after lots of people challenged and, and asked for what, what's going on. And so that actually gave the study a very, very bad reputation. Mm. A positive example is that um, I was once working on a... Um, compound and uh, then the phase three studies were released and they were all negative no no significant finding <laughs> anywhere well, well i think some vital signs showed a significant difference <laughs> 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 really nothing, complete kind of flatline. And um, then, of course, lots of people were asking about, oh, how could that happen? You know, were there any subgroups, any any kind of other things? And the study team were, had all the answers, were, were widely communicating kind of what happened, what they have looked into, what stones they have turned around. And it was a very, very nice communication also the, the news were really really bad because it uh, meant the end of this compound but uh, it was handled in a very very professional way so that it didn't lead to any kind of second guessing or any kind of oh is there a mistake here what about you know did you check the randomization was it really the, the correct randomization all, all these kind of different things Uh, the study team had a very, very clear communication uh, channels, very, very clear communication. And um, yeah, people could go back to work rather quickly after this, uh, this bad news. Mm. 
Yeah, I think this is this is kind of a difficult situation for anyone at that time. I mean, especially, you know, bad news are not never good news, obviously. So, um, so it's it's really like very as as you mentioned, very important to have the right communication channels and everything in place. Yeah, for my for my side, it's it's a little bit different. I mean, because from from the CRO side, you're usually not as deeply involved in the study teams. So, so we did have a lot of, um, or we did have um, breaking bad news to communicate. Um, in some cases, this was just passing on the the results, um, but you know, the communication channels itself was not in the in the hands of um, me or our statisticians. However, we did get to the situation where we did have an incorrect analysis and. That was basically the same where, you know, where you come up with some bad news and you need to really, really work on generating the, um, the, the update and the, um, you know, the, the consequences coming from that uh, very, very clearly and very well thought. And that is something that, you know, where, where I did have some experience in or me, me or one of my team members. And, um, therefore that's, that's, um, I think for everyone's, every, every statistician, that is something where we, or we will come sooner or later, we'll get to a situation, um, about breaking bad news to share. It, but it's also kind of breaking bad news. For example, if there's a restructuring, yeah, you know, or if you need to deliver difficult feedback or, or things like that. Mm. We just need to deal with that. That's part of our business. Uh, that there's sometimes negative news that we are responsible for communicating. Yeah. Um, however, we have an advantage, um, and that's called the first mover advantage that you can seize and that you can use for your advantage when you communicate that. Because you know first, that means you have... Uh, the ability to to shape the communication, and if you do it correctly, then you can sail through it quite nicely, and and you know get over it, have everybody on board. You can actually look very very professional uh, during this. Mm. If, if you, you don't seize it. Then it yeah. gets muddy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but I think you know, the first move advantage is something that you can really, um, you know, work with. Uh, but don't forget that this usually does hardly mean that you have any time advantage because it's, mm -hmm. it's a very quick, um, you know, you can't wait, you know, a few weeks to decide what to do. And then, no, no, that's, um, that's just that you make the first move and that's, that needs to be well thought. Yeah. Yeah. Speed is really, really important here. Mm. We'll, we'll come to, to that a little bit later. But, but I think the first, if you step into these communications, the first thing like for all communications you need to think about is what do you want to achieve? Yeah, what are your goals of the overall communication? Who do you want to inform? Who do you want to move basically from position A to B, whatever that is? Yeah, so, so mm -hmm. is it from um, informing people, okay, um, this study has failed and uh, make a re recommendation, therefore we need to uh, kill this compound or stop the study or whatsoever, yeah? Um, or there's a new safety signal and therefore we need to uh, write a dear doctor letter, 
whatsoever. Yeah, so it has all kind of different recommendations and calls to actions. And you need to be really, really clear on who's your audience and what do you want to do about them. Mm. And the next, the next kind of question that you need to ask yourself is what questions will come up? Um, exactly. So it is kind of anticipate what, what will be knowing what the audience is. You, you kind of need to anticipate what questions will come up. So what, and what will be the replies to it? And um, is there a solution? I mean, for, you know, in the example of um, killing a compound, killing a study, killing, that's, that's something that you, you know, you could, could probably decide, but uh, not, not, you can't decide, but you can kind of give us a recommendation, you know, whether it will be heard or not. But on other cases, for example, if you have, you detected like a mistake in an analysis, then, I mean, there, there's probably, probably what to know what, what is the correct result? Or at least yeah. when will it, when will it be delivered? So, so you yeah. need to have basically the replies already in place, um, for, for the most urgent or upcoming potential questions. Yeah, you can think of it like a chess game. Yeah, if you make mm -hmm. this move, what will be the move of the other person and how do you respond then to it? Yeah, so, so you can think about a couple of moves ahead and go through all the different opportunity possibilities and, and, Be clear on what is your reply then. And that helps you to prepare and to plan for your communication. And so that's why if you have these um, more broader communications, they very often come with a question and answer uh, document. Yeah, because people have sought this communication through, they have outlined what they see as likely questions and have already given answers. Hmm. And that is, you know, a result of careful planning your communication. Yeah, I think this ties into a lot of discussions and thoughts that we had already in, in earlier episodes about knowing who you're working with, knowing who, um, you know, how they, what their goals are, what is their, what is their thinking kind of, um, work together with them, um, line up with them. And so, so the questions is also then if you have good news, but also in this case for bad news is who will be affected. So, uh, who's, who's the, the key stakeholder to, to any, uh, update or any change that you have. And I think it is, This is nothing that you can do uh, just from one one minute to the other. This is a lot of preparation, not for the case of a bad news, but in general to be a leader, a strong leader um, as a statistician, is to understand what the results and the changes in in the plan. Uh, so who who will this be affected first, and um, and therefore also who needs or who must know first. Yeah, yeah, and that's where you can work with your study team together and see kind of, okay, what will that effect? You know, is it, is it an impact on timelines? Is there an impact on budget? Is there an in, impact on Wall Street or whatever? Yes. Yeah, so so yeah. what are all the kind of different uh, implications? Working there cross-functionally and understanding what are all the different business partners' needs, especially outside of your study team, is really, really important. But it's also, you know, when you start and and present the news to your study team, yeah, 
already knowing, okay, what is the story that you're telling? What is kind of, um, is it consistent in all the different subgroups? Is there any, you know, specific things that you have found in your data set that is interesting? Or are there any kind of recommendations you can do in terms of further analysis? Yeah, so there's, there's lots of things you, you can anticipate. And in terms of that, I think there's five steps you need to go through. When, when you're breaking bad news. The first of it is tell it all. If you think of the first example that I gave, yeah, so, so people were communicating just the updated results, but they didn't communicate there was an error in the uh, primary analysis initially and that they have uh, therefore uh, adjusted a couple of things. And, well, they didn't tell at all. So that led to rumors and, and all these kind of things. So telling it all is the first first rule. Just still be careful. I mean, because telling it all is, means it's a lot of information. So you need to really channel this um, correctly. I mean, mm. um, tell it all could be like a three, four, five pages long um, email, let's say, that nobody will read. Um, so, but the, or it could be like a breaking, you know, the breaking news, and then what's what has been done. So, kind of a short history. So, really channel this uh, correctly. Um, all doesn't just give you the permission of everything. So, well, you shouldn't dump everything on yeah. people. It should be kind of the relevant information should yeah. be in there. Yeah. So, so you can mm. also hide information and lots of lots of information. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so um, throwing over 1,000 tables and then and, and not pointing people to see one really, really important table that has, you know, that kills the study. <laughs> it's also not really helpful. Please see the results. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and the second point actually is uh, what I mentioned before is tell it fast. So it's just because you know, as the um, as the decision doesn't mean that the others shouldn't know. So therefore, that's uh, information that needs to be spread quickly. And um, you know, if any anything that is that is especially if the study teams is already aware, uh, you know, if if you don't tell it fast. Um, then rumors, then, you know, other, other channels of information will already be used. And it's, f so, so you're not the first time mover or, um, other, you don't have the first mover advantage anymore. And therefore, um, you know, you can't wait for a long time to prepare carefully a lot of, a lot of things. So it's really tell it fast. Yeah. Yeah. If people know that you locked the database and they don't hear from you for for weeks. Yep. That's not a good good news. <laughs> and and so you need to see the opportunity and move here quite fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, that means you need to have focused effort and then focused focused work time. It's it's probably good to also especially for, for these kind of important analysis like database log for interim analysis, all these kind of different things to block out time after that in your calendar so that you are not, yeah, that you actually have time to, to get through it fast and, and communicate fast. Yeah, yeah. 
The next guideline is tell what you're doing about it. Yeah, so, so that is kind of, if you have corrected or found a mistake, you're correcting it and tell them, okay, you'll get the updated results tomorrow or whatsoever. Yeah, so we have explored all these other subgroups and we haven't found a signal somewhere. Or there is maybe in terms of the safety finding, yeah, there's, there's an overall safety finding, but it seems to affect only patients that you know have these baseline characteristics. Okay, so tell them what you're doing about it. Yeah, and you know, once you told them about it, what you're doing about it, you need to also tell them when it's over. So that's actually yeah. the fourth part. So where um, you know, if you if you take the lead and if you If you say, you know, what, what is the plan for you to prepare, to change, to look into, to, you know, dive into more information, subgroups, whatsoever. So whatever the, the action for you is, you need to also tell them when it's over. Um, yeah. you need to announce when you plan to have it done. And then you need to just give an update on saying it's over or it's not over yet. I need another day or whatsoever. So it's really important as for basically all communication, not only in this case, is that you do a follow-up on the plan that you share because otherwise people get nervous, people get um, uninformed or they feel uninformed. They think that they, they missed some information if you didn't share it. So it's really give them an update when it's over or if, if it's not over, when it will be over. Um, keep them informed because um, it's not only bad news for you, obviously, it's bad news for everyone. So the, the people tend to get nervous and with unplanned actions and so on. And to avoid it, really keep them um, on track. Also, you lose the control if you don't, if you know, if you let it uh, slip out of your hands, um, you know, which will happen if, if you don't keep them, keep people, colleagues, counterparts, whoever informed, then it will slip out of your hands. They will take action, uh, whether it's good or not. So that's, that's your leading yeah. position that you're losing if you don't do it. Yeah. So, so for example, if you have a safety finding, yeah, tell people, okay, the label is updated, the dear doctor letter is sent, uh, everything is, you know, all the key opinion leaders are um, communicated, there's, there's no further updates on that, and we're closing this chapter now. Or if, if there's a restructuring, yeah, that's the particular uh, challenging situation. When people don't get communicated that it's done and it's over, they constantly expect some further bad news. Yeah, so is there, you know, further cuts, is there further mm. job losses, is there further um, people that need to move around and, and get new jobs? So it's, that's, that's really important that you close this out so that um, you can actually get to the last step, step number five, and that is get back to work. Yeah, don't forget about that one. Don't... <laughs> Don't don't stop with number four. Um, no, I think at that work is just that for everyone is that you know the normal life, normal work life is you know being put on. I mean, we have always bad news in our um, in our um, work life, and you know it shouldn't stop us from then getting back to normal work. 
after we have communicated it. And for that, I mean, we need to they have the four steps before, and especially uh, step number four to tell them when it's over to really have a break. Again, saying that that's the you know that's the end of this story. Um, we may have impact. Maybe you can take on the normal work on the um, uh, you know on the, on the work that comes from this bad news but otherwise it's really just concentrate again on w what is on your desk what is you know the team is expecting from you yeah it's um, focusing on what you can control and you can control the future you can't control the past so um, and having this mindset shift there is really really important and getting everybody On, on new tasks is much more motivating than, you know, discussing the past over and over and over again. It's, mm. it's, it's you know, mm. uh, if we would have done that, what would have been the result of the study? Or if we would have, you know, analyzed it differently? Or if we would have, you know, what if it doesn't help? Yeah, so, so get back to work and uh, and concentrate on, on your future tasks. It's also much more motivating. So mm. we've gone through all the different steps of what you can do uh, to break bad news. And the first was really seize your first mover advantage. And the five guidelines were tell it all, tell it fast, tell them what you're doing about it, tell them when it's over, and then get back to work. So this was a rather shorter episode today, but I think it was still quite, quite valuable. And it's a communication tool you can use in many, many different situations at work and in your private life. Uh, no, absolutely. So, I mean, you you all know some examples where you think, where you just shake your head and say, well, what, what kind of communication is this? So, whatever it is, I mean, maybe, you know, restructuring as you mentioned or anything. So, these are the key points really to avoid the situation for the people that are listening to you. So, where are you the leader for? So, take take the time, just go through this again and avoid such mess of communication as you probably experience already in your work life or personal life um, to don't bring others in the same situation as you have been in. I hope you did enjoy this discussion about breaking bad news. I know it's a really difficult topic, so I hope this was helpful for you. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain, who helps with lots around the show in the background, and especially thanking you for listening. Please visit theverfectivestatistician.com to find the show notes, learn more about our podcast to boost your career as a statistician in the health sector, and to subscribe to the email list. Tell your colleagues about this podcast. If you find it useful, if you find it helpful, they may find it helpful as well. So tell them about it. Like always, reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.